do get some benefit from smoking. Yeah. You, you get look, to look cool. You look cool, yeah. And and that's about it. Yeah, yeah. It's tough to say. I always thought the whole point of it is that you don't care about what's good or bad. The main point is that you're addicted to it and you can't stop. That's the fun part, right? That's the fun part, yeah. yeah. Let's start the podcast. I had to work it up a little bit, stretch it out. I had to feel out my adversary a little bit. They put us into the arena against each other and we, we locked eyes and it's like I had to just see what, you know, I had to make a couple feints this way, that way. Okay, let's start. This show is Every Damn Thing and welcome to it. And it's a podcast and it's where we rank everything. I'm Phil. And I'm Jake. And we're here to guide you through the list of everything. Each episode, we take items and we tell you where they rank on the list of everything. The list can be viewed by going to everydamthing.net. You can find the link in the show notes. So we've known each other for, I don't know, it seems like a long time. Once, while looking for a place to put our beach umbrella. If I remember it right, this was just after they blew up the chicken man in Philly. Yes. And when we looked there in that soft, beautiful sand, we saw a ranked list of everything. Yeah, everything. I said it. Immediately after seeing the list, we committed to memory. But a small man in unusual footwear. Ergonomically shaped minimalist shoes. He swiped it from us. Then, while chasing the small man in the special footwear. Ergonomically shaped minimalist shoes. We bonked our heads together, which erased our memory, leaving us with only fractured memories of the list. We can now only access the list bits at a time through an extremely scientific process that resembles shooting the shit. Through this process, podcasted for your entertainment and edification, we will gradually uncover the list of every damn thing. So the list currently has 32 items, with Prince, the musician, at the top, and QAnon, the free-floating conspiracy theory, I guess, or idea or concept, uh, the cultural force at the bottom. National debt and band t-shirts are in the middle. Let's call QAnon an alt-right conspiracy theory, right? You know what? It's... Hopefully it doesn't go beyond that. Who knows what it will be. Like, by the time this comes out, it's going to be like one of the world's great religions or something like that, you know? Yeah, so yeah. Uh, like Phil said in the middle, um, we have national debt and band t-shirts. Band t-shirts is uh, number 17, national debt's number 16. So it gives you some idea of, you know, what the shape of the list is. So the things we're going to talk about today, we're going to do some rankings today. Um, what's the first one, Jay? So the first one was submitted by our listener, Joe Oz. And it's the Jersey Shore, which is, uh, he specifically said that we should rank the location, the okay, destination, okay. I guess distinguishing it from the TV show, the MTV TV show. Although I think you can't now, separate so, them entirely. So here's the thing, man. I've never in my life been to the Jersey Shore. I mean, I've been to New Jersey and I've been to the shore before. Have you been to a shore in I'm New just, Jersey? Yeah, Yes. But from like could, not in the summer. Where, oh, it's weird. Okay. But I have been to Coney Island. Right. And I've been to Atlantic City. And I've been to the Santa Cruz Atlantic Beach City Boardwalk. Atlantic City is the Jersey Shore. But you didn't go to the boardwalk in Atlantic City? Oh, no. I did go to the boardwalk in Atlantic City. Yeah. Does that yeah, count? Yeah, that counts as the Jersey Shore. I don't know if it's peak Jersey Shore. I mean, it, what distinguishes it is oh. mainly is that I don't know. I thought there was gamble. some other spot. Because when I was, I was like Googling like where it is and whatnot. No, I've been to Atlantic City. It's great. Well, I mean, according to what I looked up on mainly Wikipedia, but other places too. I'm an expert then. I thought I was coming from like an ocean of ignorance. And now I just realized... Oh, I actually have some experience. I've also been to other boardwalks. I've listened to the song Under the Boardwalk, which we could talk about. Okay. It's about making love underneath a dirty old boardwalk. I mean, I, and I underneath a boardwalk isn't necessarily that dirty, is it? I mean, I guess people... Are... People drop cotton candy under there. They spit on the boardwalk. You know that guy you shoot at Coney Island? The freak? He lives under there? Like, probably, yeah. He's watching you. So, 
Let's talk about this, man. Uh, it's a Jersey Shore. Right. Uh, there's an ocean. It's an ocean. It's wa- the warmest waters of the Atlantic Ocean compared to what we're used to here in California. True. There's jellyfish there sometimes, I think, because oh, I got really? stung by jellyfish at Jones Beach, and that was in the Atlantic Ocean. So that happened when I was a kid. Does Jaws take place in New Jersey? It doesn't, does it? No. I think Jaws is in Long Island. Uh, I thought it was further I'm, south. I'm ready to rank it. I'm ready to <laughs> rank it. because I'll like, talk about it a tiny bit more. Well, it's like, okay, there's so not I have more been I know there. about That's the thing. It. Oh, you've been there. And there's a few things we haven't discussed with it do you know anybody from there i've got a, a number of friends from jersey and a few including joe who submitted this topic uh, specifically from but the he's jersey not Shore. from the amusement park or whatever is it an amusement park he's from asbury park like does the, the, the bon jovi count you know like what i don't know if john bon jovi is from specifically a coastal city my understanding of the jersey shore is any city essentially on the coastline from perth amboy down to whatever's at the bottom there that's still on the ocean front side. I believe any community there is included in the Jersey Shore. I didn't ask you about Mr. Bon Giovanni. I asked you about Bon Jovi. I'm not sure about Bon Jovi. It is safe to say that Bruce Springsteen is from the Jersey Shore, him being from Asbury Park. So we're, we're talking about it not as an attraction necessarily, but as a as a region. Joe asked us to talk about it as a location and an attraction. Oh, yeah. So yeah, I think that as sort of a vacation destination, any city along the coastline, I would say counts. All right then, okay. So, okay, I used to go to Atlantic City when I was a kid with my dad and my godfather and they would give me a sack of quarters to play video games while they gambled and I was thinking about like I don't think you could just do that now like I wasn't I was about the age my like my son is now I wouldn't let him hang out in a casino like it's in a casino video game zone. I played uh, Demolition Derby, Gyrus. I did it I all, remember man. having a similar experience in um, Reno with my mom. And I think that yeah. a lot of casinos had those, especially if there's a hotel attached. You know, they would have a room like uh-huh. that where the kids could go. And now casinos, they're family attractions. They, they have lots oh, of... Oh, yeah. They, they, you go and you hang out with uh, a Mickey Mouse or whatever. If Atlantic City counts, I played Monopoly. So that's basically like taking a trip to Atlantic City, right? Yeah, because Monopoly is the inspiration for... Or rather, Atlantic City. I don't like the game, though. I don't think it's a fun game we'll have to do monopoly sometime because the history of that's interesting yeah okay i've been to other boardwalks like i i really enjoy the santa cruz beach boardwalk right which is not the same but probably similar in a lot of ways their motto is let's cruise safely i like that i think that's a good one and i like on coney island they have that guy steeplechase right They've got a similar guy, the guy that looks practically the same, maybe has a different hair color. Maybe his name's Tilly or something like that in uh, Asbury Park. I'm just going to have to take your word for it, man. I'm going to have to rank this thing, and I'm going to have to do a trust fall on you to put it in the right place. Yeah, I mean, I think your experience at Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk gives you a good idea of of what the Jersey Shore is like. I have to say that even though I've been to the Jersey Shore a number of times, it was mainly for work. I have spent a little bit of time doing leisure there, and I've gotten to see some bits of it. New Jersey is always kind of like I can't figure out the geography of it because of where how it sort of wedges between New York and Pennsylvania and you know part of New Jersey I think what they call North New Jersey is not at all it's like you know sort of inland and then there's this other part of it that sticks out in a peninsula sort of way that yeah and if you're from there you might be a Phillies fan right yeah and that's the other weird thing is that I think of Philly as being a coastal city and therefore like I think of Pennsylvania as being sort of a coastal state but Pennsylvania doesn't have any coastal shoreline it is a port city because the Delaware River goes up there and it's not far up the Delaware from the Atlantic Ocean but pretty much if you're a Pennsylvania person especially like southern Pennsylvania I think and you're going to the beach, you're going to the Jersey Shore. I once got lost in New Jersey. I was out in the woods. I went with some other friends of mine. This is like back when I lived in New York, and we and it was a girl who's from New Jersey. She said, oh, let's go out here. And we got, it's like the woods go on and on. Like when I was a kid, growing, I grew up in Northern California where these there's these hills, and you can't really get lost because if you know where the sun is and you know where the valley, you know, where the valley stretches, 
and you know where some landmarks are, but there were no landmarks, and it was like I thought it was like I'm the Blair Witch, right? Yeah, is that where that takes place? I think I that don't takes know. place somewhere around there. It could be New Jersey, could be Pennsylvania. All right, but I just thought I'm gonna die in this place. Like I'm gonna. This is the last anyone's gonna like, see. They're like get us out, right? Get out takes place somewhere. I saw a tree, and I thought I think we passed this tree, and we had that <laughs> argument where we're like I I think we go in circles. We're arguing over which way to go. You know, it was a very stressful day. But so that's not the Jersey Shore. Ex- yeah, I don't know where it was, man. It was somewhere in New Jersey. We passed a gas station, and a guy gave us directions. It was like a scary movie type situation you know yeah i'm glad you uh survived assuming you did here i am to go back to my experiences in new jersey i think the first time i went there was to go to the stone pony it was warped tour happened in the stone pony in the parking lot and one thing that i noticed now this was the early 2000s one of the things that stuck out to me at the end of the day was that it seemed like everybody there wore ankle socks you know i had a friend from new jersey in college and he would wear ankle socks and he would defend him and if people say why you got those ankle socks he'd lose it he'd get mad <laughs> yeah he'd be like hey i'm wearing these ankle socks you know you better get used to it he was very sensitive about it i, I believe there's there's working class communities there and then there's also like very wealthy affluent people that live there uh, you would say it's a place where different cultures and classes mix and mingle oh for sure yeah many of the people are coming there from out of town Uh, you know apparently like 37 percent of the properties on the jersey shore are owned by out-of-staters so it really changes in the summer months i bet it's something like that for waterfront property all over yeah that's a good point okay i'm ready to write this because i just i don't have a lot of personal i know you don't have a lot of personal things to say about it but i do so you're ready to rank it but i'm not oh okay (laughs) so so wait what do you think where's your mind at Uh, i went and visited uh asbury park once um I spent mm-hmm. the uh, a day there with uh, Joe, uh, who submitted this uh, request for this topic. So Asbury Park's like a, a coastal town. It's got a boardwalk. Um, you know, it's very tourism focused. It went through decline, like I think most of the shore did, like in the 60s, 70s, 80s. And in the 90s started you know improving. And then after Sandy Hook hit, which like knocked out the whole uh, coast uh, in 2012. The hurricane, you mean? Or sorry, it's not Sandy yeah. Hook. The hurricane Sandy. There's been a lot of revitalization since then, rebuilding. But he took me to a town that is immediately next to Asbury Park. We walked from his house in Asbury Park to this township that's Coastside Township. And it's called Ocean Grove. It was a really weird place. It's like less than a mile, a square mile. And it was set up by Methodists in the late 1800s as like a summer camp kind of place. It's still owned by the same people that set it up as sort of a summer resort for religious stuff. So this place was its own township um, until the 20s, and then a larger town, which is Neptune, which is the, the bigger town next to Asbury Park. It was like incorporated into that town, but very reluctantly. And it was until 1981, uh, you it was illegal to have cars on the street on Sunday uh, until sometime more recently than that, it was illegal to go. They would just totally close the beach down on Sunday. And still currently, you can't go to the beach before noon. Sale of alcohol is still prohibited in this place. Prohibited all day, every day? Prohibited all day, every day. But the place is really neat because it's very well preserved. It's full of various types of Victorian architecture, houses and whatnot. It's got a giant wooden auditorium that was built in like the 1890s It's that can seat like 6,000 people. Indoor auditorium. I really like Victorian architecture and Victorian stuff. And so it's a very interesting place to walk around. Joe told me that, especially before Asbury Park got kind of gentrified, but maybe even still currently, because Asbury Park's a destination for a lot of tourists and people that want to go party. There's sort of a lagoon maybe, or a little long lake or river that like separates this town from Asbury Park. And there's a number of footbridges that go over it. And the town at night, like after, like as soon as it gets dark or something, we'll just lock the gate on this footbridge so people can't come from Asbury Park into this town. (laughs) So, I mean, that's, of everything in the Jersey Shore, I've been to Asbury Park. I've walked the boardwalk there. I've been to Atlantic City, walked the boardwalk there. Went out on Steel Pier in Atlantic City. 
rode the rides there, you know, which is neat and fun. I've been to Kevin Smith's, the Jay and Silent Bob Secret Stash, the comic oh, book shop there. Yeah, yeah. But of everywhere I've been on the Jersey Shore, this is what stands out to me the most. My knowledge of it otherwise comes from Boardwalk Empire, which is 100 years ago. Kevin Smith movies, which don't necessarily paint it in the best light. The various friends that I have from there, which um, as friends I like them. I don't think I have any enemies from there. And Bruce Springsteen is from there. That goes on the positive yeah, yeah, side. Yeah. Like I imagine Born to Run, even though I don't think he specifically says Jersey Shore, I imagine it taking place there. Atlantic City, obviously, his song is about that. So Yeah, that's where you assume that, the, that they're taking place. Although sometimes he's talking about a factory or something, and you're like, what, are they making little baubles to give away at the carnivore? Or I don't know if there's oil refineries on the Jersey Shore, which he refers to in Born in the USA. Oh, yeah, my idea of New Jersey is kind of like, you watch the movies, and it's always like they show New Jersey, and it's, it's like you see Jersey City. Yeah, and yeah. you think, oh, that must be, you know, like what New Jersey is. And then I got locked in the woods and that just abused me of those ideas. I so, don't think that Jersey yeah. City is technically the Jersey Shore, but I think the Jersey Shore starts not far from there. I think the, the northernmost part of the Jersey Shore just looks right at Staten Island. Well, this part where I got lost wasn't on the shore, so I'm not going to hold that against it. So now I'm ready to rank it. Okay, let's do it. I would say this. The sea is number 14. Yeah, right? yeah, that's a good anchor. I can't really see it going too much higher. And the land is number 10, right? Okay. So... Maybe it should be somewhere in between the Where land the and the sea the because land, it's yeah. the shore. But maybe it's it's not as good as either one of them, right? But I will say in general, if you're looking at geographical areas, yeah. right? I don't like the part that's in the ocean. And I don't really like the part that's too far from the ocean. Yeah. I pretty much like the part that's right at the ocean. I like that That's area, a good point. So, so this item is the closest thing we have to the beach or the coast in general. It's the yeah. only thing that we have on the list that represents the coast. And I think as far as coastlines go, at least in the summertime, it's typical beach vibe, which is Better great. than a beach around here where in California we got really cold Pacific Ocean water. Right. For beach activities, for sure, definitely better. Maybe not for a nice scenic drive. I am totally into boardwalks. I've only been to a couple of boardwalks on Jersey Shore, but I really like boardwalks in general. You make a love under them. I don't do that. You're into it as a concept, I was though. always pretty frustrated when I lived in Santa Cruz that you couldn't get under the boardwalk. I don't think you could. You, that, you were trying to do that. The Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk is not the classic boardwalk in the way that Coney Island, and I, I think it's just because they sort of paved over a lot of the boardwalk. It seems like it's more it's more thought out as a unit, Yeah. and they've rebuilt it. But anyway, we're, we're not, not talking, talking about, about the Santa Cruz so Boardwalk. Look, we're looking between yeah. C and... I can't think of a good reason to not put it somewhere in between those things. So I don't think... So in between number 10 land and number 14 C, we have Watchmen, the TV series, Jessica Rabbit, the fictional character, the, the busty cartoon. And a crow is the animal. It's a bird that squawks. That's number 13. And I kind of wanted to go somewhere in between there. But then again, it's like I don't have as much experience with it as you do. So I, I like that we're putting it there. We're putting it in the top half of the list. I don't have that much experience there either. But the experience that I have um, makes me want to put it. I want to put it above Jessica Rabbit, I think. I don't know, man. Jessica Rabbit elicits a response. She does, much more than Jersey Shore does. It's going to hurt Joe Oz's feelings, though. When I he think he'll understand. He's a Jessica Rabbit right. fan, too, I'm sure. And I don't know, maybe he's, yeah. I mean, he does. He no longer lives in the Jersey Shore. He left it for Yeah, maybe he California. left and he saw it in the rearview mirror. He said, I'll never come back. I don't want to live there. Yeah. But maybe he thinks about it wistfully, you know? Yeah, exactly. Okay, right. so. Okay, now that's it for this segment. We're going to be back Yeah, in yeah, so second. we're putting that in at number 13, right? And we'll be back. Yeah, that's number 13, Jersey Shore location. Awesome. Okay, we're back. You got what you wanted, Jake. I, yeah, sorry. Things just happened. <laughs> so we're talking about another concept. Uh, who sent this in, Jake? Trevor Sellers sent this in. A friend of the show, he wants us to rank those toe shoes. The shoes that have individual toes on them. These are special running shoes. They're, um, they're also called minimalist shoes, which it seems like there's actually more things that 
could go wrong on them. Like when I think minimalist shoe, I think of like a, a house slipper or like a yeah. This or, has or, more parts to it than a house slipper well, for sure. And and also I went on the website to learn. Oh, they're called Vibram. Vibram is the main company. Right. There are other yeah. It looks like there's also some com- by, competing by Fila and some other companies as well. But yeah, it seems like Vibram or Vibram. Vib- I always think of it as Vikram, like oh, yeah. the Vikram or like the yoga. Or I think they're trying to go yeah. for that. But also like they vibrate. Yeah, or they like or feet, they have good vibes. I was thinking you can feel the vibes like earth bending. You yeah. know, like you feel the vibes in the ground and you can navigate that way. Um, so the point of these shoes is they they have individual toes cut out. But like if your toes, and I read reading reviews, some people, their toes are a little bit long or short. Oh, yeah. And they have a hard time with it. But anyways, they're special shoes and they've been around for about 20 years now, which seems like they're a new thing. But you look away for a little bit and then you realize these things have been around for 20 years, people making these yeah. shoes, you know, and, and quite popular. You know, the first time I ever saw them, I thought it was like the most ridiculous thing I ever saw. But they, a lot of things are like that the first time you see someone doing it. People like it. People swear it. I'm, and so I looked at one. I said, maybe I should just buy a pair of these and test them out. If I'm really going to rank these things, they were like hemp. I said, I should get the hemp ones if I'm going to get them. If you're going to get right? toe shoes, why not get hemp ones? Yeah, go hard or go home. And so I was thinking like, should I get special socks to wear? There are socks <laughs> really? with toes cut out too. Oh, wow. I don't know if they're made by the that same seems... people, but it's well, like... So the toes are cut out. It's not individual sock toes no, no, that go inside individual like the shoe sock, toes? Like each toe has its own little cutout. Really? I don't know if it's meant to be worn with... It doesn't seem like it would really work. Yeah. I think you're supposed to wear it without a sock. Yeah, it seems like it. Right? Or I could see like a sock type situation that's like where somehow it's like fingerless gloves but yeah perfume, you know yeah just like where the front is cut out yeah and then i thought well you could get crocs if they made crocs that did this where the croc has individual toes or or just you know like a adidas shell toe but it has individual toes right so like five individual shells right would that work or, 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 like, or steel toe boots have you known somebody to wear these shoes ever? I've hardly no. seen them. Like, they might be somewhat popular, but, I mean, I don't look at everybody's shoes like certain status-obsessed individuals do. What are you talking about? You think, like, that's what I do? You're referring to yeah, me? Yeah, yeah. You're always looking at a person's shoes. <laughs> I wouldn't wear those after Labor yeah, Day. Exactly. No, I'll tell you, man. I've seen people in those shoes, like, because I used to run in the Presidio. Right. In San Francisco. And it's a trail. And so people, they, they get it in their mind. They want to get, they want to go all out. They want to get the the dumbest looking shoe they can get. But like, I kind of respect it as a dumb thing. I don't know if it works or not. There was a lawsuit against them. Oh, really? They made these claims that there were fewer injuries to your feet if you wore them yeah. or something. But but apparently there aren't any fewer. And you also can't just start wearing them. You have to ease your way into them. Otherwise, you get something with your foot. Right. You're more likely to get some problem with your foot if you just start wearing them because you run a little bit differently when you're barefoot. You hit with the front of your, of your foot first and not the heel of your they foot. They don't really have any... So, any padding any soul right so you oh you know you run maybe the way i guess humans ran before that we yeah i think that's the premise behind them but i kind of respect it as a dumb thing i'm trying to think of another example of this but recumbent bicycles oh totally they look dumb as hell but yet i kind of i just respect it that this this is a dumb thing that exists i kind of like it it makes the world a little more interesting if they didn't exist there are some people who really enjoy it it brings them a lot of happiness that they can have this yeah and it makes sense for them you know it's also like the ergonomic chairs that especially the ones that were like where you had your knee down and your oh totally i know we had that one of those growing up people these all have like a certain type i kind of want to get one of those shoes like you're talking (laughs) about because you're an ergonomic get the shoes get the chair get a recumbent bike just do everything maybe that's the way to live have one of those desks that you're walking on you know what i mean it's like a treadmill one of those things that you put in your toilet so you could do the squatty thing oh a squatty yeah, exactly. 
this is, these are all <laughs> yeah, things like, that like a type. Yeah, there are type, type of people, ergonomics yeah. people. What I was thinking I would like to get are carpal tunnel arm braces that you just wear all the time. Like they they look cool. Oh yeah, that's a good idea. And you could put something on them. You like, look like Madonna or something with your lacy fingerless gloves kind yeah, of. Yeah, totally. Look, You look sexy. You know what I mean? You get a lace one, but then you can also put your phone on it or something right. like that. Honestly, I think that's how, that's how we're going to get rich quick is making these carpal tunnel braces. Because I put one on once because my wrist was sore and I thought, this is great. I look cool. I'm, am I a cyborg from the future? You know, so I got to say, I know that this was probably submitted as kind of a bottom shooter. Like, right. this is a bad thing. I kind of suspect, but I kind of like it. I'm sorry to say, man. And there's also, there's something called the Jika Tabi, which is a Japanese split toe shoe. Right, like a ninja shoe. Yeah. And so maybe that's the same idea, right? And what if you had... I think it is. I mean, ninjas... Like basically condoms for one in each individual toe. What if each toe was a penis? Is that what you're saying? Well, of course I'm saying that, Jake. <laughs> yeah. And you roll them on and then you don't need... I, I the, the lack of socks is, is troubling to me, but I guess you don't need it because it's a minim, minimalist, but you know you're going to get rocks in there, you yeah. know? When I look at them, they're ridiculous. I wouldn't wear them. I would wear them as a joke and I would like secretly enjoy it a little bit, I think. I think we're going to miss out on it. Like there's somebody wearing those right now and they can jump higher than us. Yeah. They're they're just living in a world of happiness and, and, what are, and we're not. And it's because we're afraid. Yeah, they look like they're good for rock climbing. You could put some little claws at the end of them. They look like they're good... Uh, just for being cool, man, walking around. I honestly like the more I think about it, the more I respect it. Okay. And also, like I kind of respect it as a product. Like we, we're coming up with this stupid bullshit, yeah. making fake claims that are unsupported by fact with a straight face. I kind of like that. It's maybe like it's not really the best part of me, like that appreciates. Yeah. Well, these it are maybe people it. that could really identify their market and they they knew that this was something that would sell if it was the right colors and had just the right ergonomic look to it they could really and the branding it. it would have like kind of a savage branding or it's like you're living like a caveman it's like you oh it's it, like you're going paleo yeah like it's it's like the foot equivalent of going paleo <laughs> yeah totally so maybe it fits in there and it's like who am i to say that it's wrong i Maybe I am the person to say it's wrong because I'm supposed to be ranking these things, but I feel, I'm really positively disposed towards it. I'm ready to rank <laughs> okay. these now. So what are you right. thinking for these? Uh, there's other on clothing on the list. Tommy Bahama shirts. There's band t-shirts, uh, and then there's also sports jerseys. And are there any... Okay, I like these more than... Uh, where, are the, where is the sports jerseys? I like them more sports than sports jerseys. Sports jerseys are pretty low on the list. Yeah. I like them more than Tommy Bahama shirts, I think, because they're a funnier idea. Tommy Bahama shirt is like, what if there was an upscale uh, island themed a brand of shirts yeah right? and a world a world where summer never there's ends there's a way in which they evoke the tommy bahama tropical beach lifestyle and that like they evoke a sense of of being barefoot it's also the kind of thing like you could imagine like i could pick my kid up at school wearing those and then he would yeah. hate it and a tommy bahama you know shirt what I'm simultaneously and, I, and i'm sure there are people that do that i was thinking i'd get a big johnson shirt no nah, i guess it doesn't really go with that does it well i would want to get like those special sunglasses that our friend Nick got once where they connect in the middle. Right, yeah, yeah. Then sunglasses. So you, you take them off by peeling them back. Yeah, you, if you're going to wear the toe shoes, you got to have something like that and some weird kind of visor that's like maybe a little too complicated and a shirt that's made out of special wicking material and you take it off by zipping it up the side. Just you got to have every gimmick. Yeah. I like it because it's a gimmick and that's why I respect it. I want to put now, it. No, this is an irony. Maybe that's... A little bit. I mean, there's a. I have an, a real appreciation of the thing. Okay. I, I trust that they're comfortable shoes. Right. Uh, I don't know, man. It's so we're like, looking at Tommy Bahama shirts, which are number 22. and Yeah, somewhere 20, around there. I guess, and, you know, but I actually like, eat sardines, and sardines actually make me stronger and increase the power of my I would bones. be more likely, I think, to wear a Tommy Bahama shirt. 
than I would these shoes. I mean, I, I certainly would. Uh, if somebody got me a Tommy Bahama shirt and I went to Panama or something, I would probably wear the oh. Tommy Bahama shirt on some days. But these shoes... But if you also had these shoes, you wouldn't? I don't think so. I might wear them as a joke. I think what would happen is you'd put them on, you'd be like, you know what? I was wrong. I'm going to wear these <laughs> things from now on. This is my new life. You tell your wife, like, this is not just my new life, it's our new life. Yeah. All right. This is, I'm, this is, your husband is is going to be one of these Toshu guys from now on, and that's that's the, the life that I've chosen for us. You got to just inform her that. Yeah, that might. And you're afraid of it, and that's why you don't want to rank it higher, because it just makes it more likely. Perhaps you're right, yeah. but. Maybe it's like Generationships. Generationships are an idea I really like, but it's a flawed and bad yeah. idea. That's number 20. It is an item of clothing, and I think that's what Trevor intended us to rank it as, but we're almost ranking them more as an idea. Uh, yeah, well, we should rank them as an item of clothing. You know, um, imagine if I handed you a, okay, three things. I handed you a bucket of blood, that's number 24. Yeah. I handed you, uh, th- these are all three of these things. I say, choose one of these things, Jake. Um, a Watchmen, the movie, DVD. Right. Digital download? Or a coupon okay. for a digital download. I, I'm handing it to a physical object, so you have to grab it. Some sort of yeah. Yeah, redeemable iTunes gift certificate for a Watchmen, the it's movie. It's a handwritten right? IOU. A handwritten <laughs> note that says, IOU, don't worry, I will just watch it and I will yeah. pay you back and you can watch the Zack Snyder yeah. movie. Or Bucket of Blood or these toe shoes in your size, which one are you going to reach for? I would reach for the toe shoes and just have them around as a gag, which is kind of ironic, but... Man, I'd wear them. I'd, I'd put them on right then and there, and then I'd run out of the room. You'd be like, I never saw Phil run so fast. And you, I, you'd hear me, I'd yell over my shoulder, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I, that's why I think we should put it above Watchmen and Blood. Yeah, yeah, we'll put it at number 23 between Tommy Bahama's shirts and Watchmen. Okay. Okay, great. So we yeah. just got one more. We'll take another break. Yeah, let's take a break. We'll talk when we come back. Perfect. <laughs> Okay, we're back. So the next one, this is by a friend of the show and listener, Jason. And he wants us to rank the word moist. That's Jason Marmer. Not to be confused with Jason Mann, who designed our logo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jason Marmer. Different guy. So he said, you got to rank the word moist. It's a word. I think we got to take into account its meaning when we rank it, though. This is a word that is often cited as a word that people hate the most, that people hate hearing the most, that people hate saying the most. They love it, though. They like saying that they hate it. So they love it. That's true, too. I feel like I recall just spontaneously thinking that I hated the word moist, that I didn't want to hear it. But I must have picked that up somewhere. But I remember thinking that myself and really thinking about the word moist and thinking it was a new idea. Well, I mean, it, it's convergent thinking yeah. also. It's like a lot of people thinking that there's a reason people don't like it. I mean, it's it's like what it, what it conveys is not really the greatest. Right. Right. You're like, oh. My shirt's all moist. And that sound, that, that OI yeah. sound, like if you're talking about a, jo- a joist, you don't like joists or hoists either, right? Well, n- if things are hoity-toity, you don't like those either. I mean, generally, th- they're not the greatest things. Although you'd like jousts. And you like oi. Well, the music oi, depending on whether it's a racist or non-racist can hit. Yeah, I know. I know you're not being racist. Like, yeah. You like joy. Yeah. You don't like soy face. Yeah, so it's not the sound. I so so I, I looked at this list of other words people don't like. Okay. And it's like panties, squirt, right. chunky, right. curd, flap, right. and moist. Yep. I'm not crazy about any of those words, yeah. right? And they all, they all kind of have like a biological aspect. Exactly, yeah. It. Except panties, which is kind of about infantilizing. I, I get that, man. But the thing about it is some of those words are kind of fun to say. Because they're naughty, sort of. Like farting is funny in the right yeah. context. But it's also and like it's, like, it's gross you, and it like turns people like, off in a lot of contexts as well. So Do you like hearing farts, though? Do you laugh when well, you hear farts sometimes? Sometimes, yes. I mean, that's why like they appear in like you know movies and TV shows as like jokes. Okay, so I came up with two words that are kind of similar that I do not like. Okay. One of them is the word pus. Oh, yeah. And the other one is renal, meaning having to do with the kidneys. Okay. Just don't like it. And, and I also don't like Funston Avenue because 
it's in San Francisco. There's a place called Funston Avenue, and it's like there already is a Fulton yeah. Avenue that's not even that many blocks away, and yeah. it's. It's just, I don't like that it's like kind of similar to the other, you know, I just don't like it. I never liked Funston. I think that Funston is a, probably a racist too. It's named after a general. It's a street in San Francisco, so we can reasonably yes. assume it's named after someone who's super racist and did their best to oppress Chinese Americans. Yeah. That's like every street in SF. Unless it's a Spanish name, and in that case they were oppressing uh, Native Americans. Yeah, totally. Um, so so there, there, was a, there was a girl in my elementary school class one time. We, we had to write about what we had done that summer. She like leans over. She's like, hey, Phil, how do you spell pus? Right. This is my yeah. experience I had with Puss. I'm like, yeah. it's P-U-S, I think. I was in fifth grade. And I I never read what she wrote, but I wonder, like, <laughs> man, what kind of summer did she have? It sounded like she didn't have a very good summer. Know. You know what I mean? I think about that from time to time when I think about that word. So I like that word probably less. I like it less, too. So people say it's the worst word, but I was able to find some other words. And of those ones, I like those less, you know? Yeah. Then I was thinking, like, you took soft batch cookies. You familiar with the soft batch brand of cookies? Sure, yeah. I love calling things soft batch. And if they were called moist batch, which is what they are, they're moist cookies. Or if it said like moist, because you yeah. used to see that. You used to see the word moist on packaging a lot more. Yeah, because moistness was probably a rarer thing. And I bet if you went to the grocery store right now, you went and looked at the cake mix, mm, cake mix, right? right? And, and and you saw the Duncan Hines cake mix. I bet it would say extra moist on there. Which makes me think people don't mind the word so much if they still put it on packaging. Because I know I've seen it on packaging. Yeah. Or brownies might say it. With Oh, it says, want even with, extra moist? With cake, moist? it sounds great. Put applesauce in the cake mix when you make yeah. the when you make the brownies. It makes it more moist than you could imagine. Um, Moisture. So, like, a lot of people have claimed that it's just the sound of it and it's not the meaning that bothers mm-hmm. them. But apparently, some researchers at Oberlin in Ohio and Trinity University in San Antonio did a, some sort of study. And they found that it's mostly association with bodily functions that turns people off. Yeah, that makes sense. It's not really the word so much. It's like where it comes from. And as an example, like, and this is from Merriam-Webster, a list of words related to moist. And it's like muggy, watery, soggy, damp, clammy, drippy, oozy, dewy. Those are words that people wouldn't like as well. And it's not because of how they sound. I think yeah, it's, it's, it's more so evoke. the meaning. And then you think like, well, in some context, moist is good. And in some, it's bad. And the sound isn't spectacular, but... You know, you, people don't like the synonyms for them either, like you said. So, moist is a word, and it describes a, a state, I suppose. Is there anything intrinsically bad about the, the meaning of the word? Because no, I don't man. think there is. Look like, at the cake packaging. It says extra moist. You want it like, when it's on cake. Even the bodily functions that it describes, I, I'm not necessarily against them any anymore. I mean, more neutral on them than... Well, we don't live in a such a humid them. climate, man. If you were, like, in the Jersey Shore, like we just talked about, right. I didn't go into it, but it's quite humid It over is, there. yeah, yeah. That's... And so you wake up, and you're going to... Your shirt's going to be moist all day, man. That's why you got to wear ankle socks, because your feet get yeah, moist. Yeah, no, it's true. There. And I understand why they wear ankle socks here. And, and you know if your foot gets moist, what you got to do, what you have to wear, right? If your foot gets moist? You got to wear those shoes with the oh, socks. Oh, the condom. The condom feet. The, <laughs> yeah, you got to wear it. Yeah. So now we understand that, like, we can't just put our own, like, hatred. We got to be impartial on this. Like, you know what I mean? You might not yeah. like it when things are moist, and sometimes, but sometimes you do, right? Sometimes you want things to be wetty-wetty. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's true. Without moist, we wouldn't have WAP, right? Yeah, that's just totally true. That's, that's the elephant in the room, I think. I was trying not to say it, but yeah. yeah. I think that like we can't put this... Now, the word moist, we could have a different word for it and still have and still I, I, have I don't WAP, know, I like so... saying... Maybe because I'm a bad boy. Yeah. You know, I told you about my bad yeah, yeah. boy personality. Yeah, yeah, uh, of course. You know, I know you're a bad boy. Yeah, well, I've told you. Yeah. That's the only way anyone would know. I, I, it's what I tell people when I meet them, you know, yeah. so... That's I'm a bit of a bad boy, and so I like to say things knowing that it gets a reaction. Oh, naughty, naughty. Oh, is he really going to say those things? So... 
as a result, I'd like to put it a little bit higher. It doesn't because it does it doesn't pain me to say it, and I don't think it really pains people to hear it. I, it's like being afraid of clowns. People say I'm afraid of clowns. They want to be able to talk about they're afraid of clowns. They like it. Some they're people actually, are afraid of clowns too. I mean, sure, but they're people like to be afraid of clowns. Yeah, they're a little titillated. They like to not like the word moist. It's fun for them. It's a little yeah. game. We're playing a little game with them, you know. But now we make the rules. Yeah. You want to play? Let's play. Let's put it on the list. Yeah. Okay. So I'm looking sort of at the sea or crows. Hmm. That puts it kind of high. Let's see if there's anything. That's pretty high, man. Yeah, I mean, but, it is a word, uh, and, you know, I, I think I give something special I, to Maybe it. something like national debt. Number 17 is national debt, right? And the national debt is a concept people say they don't like, but they like when the government can afford to pay Social Security because yeah. we like the things that it brings us. So, so national so, debt's at number 17, and, and below that at number 18 is band t-shirts. And I don't mm. want to put it above band t-shirts, which have paid my rent before. Yeah, yeah. And Moist has never paid my rent. Um, well, you never know, man. True. You never know. So uh, I would be fine, I think, with having it uh, maybe above lightning rounds. I mean, the lightning rounds are a great idea. Lightning rounds are a flawed idea, though, because they true. make people be hasty. It's true. It's true. So you want to put it at number 18 above lightning rounds? That sounds good to me. It'll be number 19. Uh, Band Teachers is number 18. It'll move lightning rounds, which was number 19 to number 20. So I think that's the three things, but yep. we got one other thing to get into. Oh, yeah. So we got a, a response to um, one of our rankings. you going to read it in a voice that mocks them or humiliates them, or are you going to read it in a regular voice? I'll read it in a regular voice. I don't know if I'm going to read it word for word because it says a curse word in it. It says oh, two okay. curse words in it. I think at the front of the show we said it's a, a be advised. We use oh, yeah, it's true. Uh, we, language we, we mark the thing. Uh, so you can, you can read it. Our front of this pod um, and listener Adam C. wanted us to know Fuck you, PB&J totally works with rye. Eat shit. <laughs> so, does PB&J work on rye bread? Uh, maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. But the problem is we can't move rye bread up the list. Yeah, I mean... I'm going to eat a PB&J. I told the guy, I responded, and I said, listen, I'll do what you say. I'm going to take rye bread, and I'm going to put peanut butter and jelly on it. I even asked, what kind of jelly? Should we use grape jelly, strawberry, you know? What, what, you know I don't I don't know, because I never had one on rye bread. It, doesn't, it seems wrong to me to do it. But I'm going to trust this person, right? Well, yeah, I mean, and we could try it. That's, I mean, he can have his opinion. I, I mean, people like different things. You know, I, I knew a guy I'm gonna try who it, once though. put you mustard on a peanut butter sandwich. And this guy was from England, and he doesn't, he, you know, we were like, what are you doing, man? And he was like, hey, we don't do peanut butter in England. So, you know, I don't. Oh, whatever. yeah. Like, like people I'll, from I'll, other I'll countries, they don't things. really understand what to do with peanut butter at all, do they? Yeah. So I don't think that this argument is quite enough to make us to do the dark ritual that can change. Uh, I'm going to try is. it, though, and I'll let you know sure how it works out. Okay. So, Adam, uh, I'll try it. And uh, Jake refuses to try it. He's being closed minded. Oh, as yeah. Usual. No way. Not a chance. Yeah. But I'll try it and I'm looking forward to it. I'm kind of afraid of it, but we'll let you know how it works out. We'll get back to you on that. So thanks for listening to Every Damn Thing. We hope you enjoyed it. Go to everydamnthing.net for the updated list and show notes, which is where we fact-checked ourselves. We give further information on subjects we talked about, and we put relevant links and things like that. Email us at list at everydamnthing.net with any suggestions for things to rank, comments, words of encouragement, words of discouragement, corrections, threats, or special offers. You can subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get this podcast. Our theme is by Jade Puget. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and review it on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen. If you didn't enjoy it, then keep your opinions to yourself and live with them. And tell your best friend the good news that finally there's a podcast for them. Okay, great. And uh, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back next week.